This episode of Road Dirt, the podcast is brought to you by Law Tigers, motorcycle lawyers. You can find them at lawtigers.com. Welcome to Road Dirt, the podcast of Road Dirt Motorcycle Media and RoadDirt.tv, your down-home grassroots motorcycle brand, covering what we like to call ride life. This is Rob Brooks, your host. Thanks for tuning in. And on this episode, Ryan Nolan, one of our contributors for really since the beginning of Road Dirt and a longtime friend, uh, is also a racer himself um, in the Championship Cup Series up in the Northeast in the Great Lakes area. And uh, he was at the recent um, Moto America races at Road America in Elkhart Lake, um, Wisconsin. He was helping crew chief for one of the um, uh, Junior Cup class racers, Jasmine Nichols of Team Panda, Team Panda Racing. We actually did a story on her at the beginning of the season, just kind of a race highlights. Well, Ryan had the opportunity to help um, crew her team over the race weekend, and they sat down for a few minutes um, I guess it was Saturday afternoon, um, just talking about the racing weekend and the season so far, what their hopes were, not only for that race weekend, but for the rest of the season. And uh, I like it because it's a candid conversation, not only between a moto journalist like Ryan and a racer, Jasmine Nichols, but between two racers, because Ryan's a racer himself. So um, we'll pick that conversation up right now. So Ryan here with Road Dirt, here with our first check-in with Jasmine at beautiful Road America, freshly repaved Road America. So let's recap quick. So we, well, you did more than I did, but you did the some testing at a little bit. You did a little riding earlier this week. Got to try out the new track surface, and I'm gonna get you know, like everybody else, we already kind of talked. Track surface feels good, right? Yes. The bumps are gone, particularly in turn one. Um, did anything else feel like? Did, it, did anything feel negative to you, or everything just felt good with the the tires, good with the track? Uh, overall, everything felt okay. Uh, the only negative thing was we had a takeoff that was fairly used. Mm. Uh, we didn't have a new tire, so it felt a little bit slick out there. But other than that, bike felt great, track felt great, I felt great. Pretty confident going into qualifying. Nice. Yeah, so we had practice this morning, and if I remember, I think your dad said you dropped. At least like a second off of where you were yes. originally. So, so well, I got the track day. I know yes. obviously a lot of track day traffic. <laughs> yes. Uh, but no, I think it was a good warm up session, just trying to get the best we can out of the bike. Yep. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm feeling confident about the qualifying. Just overall good. Yeah. It was good. I know you, you went over your track map when we were done after practice. So I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do that like after every. Like every time you're on practice? Uh, after most sessions, I do that. Maybe if it's a track day, I'll do it a little bit less. But if it's Moto American, it's all condensed into 25, 30 minute sessions. Sure. I need to get the most data and information I can out of that one session. So really knowing where I'm struggling really helps. So setting the map and specifically what sectors I'm struggling in helps. Well, you always do that like after a practice session. Like I like how you got like your routine and so, and I think I really I think that's really important that a lot of people don't do. It's just have like a set routine. So yes. I think that was cool that you've got that. So after each Moto America practice, we'll do that. After most, actually all Moto America sessions, we'll go over, look at data, look at the tracks, see where I'm having issues, where I'm struggling, 
uh, make some changes if we can and just move forward. Well, see, and the thing I like that, and I'm guilty of this too, is, and I'm sure it, it happens, but it doesn't, nothing seems to really affect you, like bug you much. Like stuff, I'm usually pretty laid back, other than when I'm at the track. Don't. Like little uh, things will like get I to get me. I get bugged quite a bit well, you, the track sometimes. Alright, well then, then you hide it I'm, pretty I'm well. I'm good at hiding it. Well, not in here. In here, this is my safe zone. Okay. This is where you show all of your emotion. Fair enough. Once you exit, you gotta just leave all that negative stuff behind. Put your best foot forward. So where do you think, uh, what's your expectation for like qualifying in the in the races and whatnot? I'm, I'm expecting to do fairly well. I got I got time on this track earlier, so yep. I know where I'm going on the track. That's the biggest thing. <laughs> Suspension feels decent. I just need to get, I need to find a little group, yep. get with them, get in the draft, and I think I'll qualify towards the top, or at the very least, make the pack. Yeah. When I think, because I mean, you said earlier, you, you've definitely got time on the table. Yes. So, and like I said, that's always good where you're not feeling like, I can't go, like, how do I go faster? Yeah, you just go out there, you have to figure out the track, figure out how to set, set up the bike, figure out, well, what's everyone else doing, but you can't figure that out, because by the time you get to them, they're in turn three, and you're just entering turn right. one. So it's a little bit of a struggle, so it helps to get some track time before the race. Yep, okay. Well, since we've got some downtime, and I know we've, we've talked about this a little bit, so we're gonna do a little bit of like, get to know Jasmine kind of stuff, <laughs> so. We already know you like flipping tires, uh, so yes, we saw that. Of course. <laughs> and we talked a little bit about this before. If you could go ride any of the, like MotoGP tracks, mm -hmm. like which, what? Give me like a couple that you would want to go ride. If I was like here, I will pay. We will go over there right now with a bike and go ride any of the GP tracks. Like, give me, give me a couple that you'd want to ride. I think maybe Qatar. I don't know why. Just that little chicane part. It seems like so many of the overtakes and passes. They're really aggressive, and it, it just happens all right there. Yep. And it's crazy, and I love it. I I'd, I'd want to ride it at night. Mm -hmm. That that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, except in the summer, apparently it was super <laughs> hot that one time, like a year or two ago. Yeah. Uh, that sucked. Uh, other than that, I think maybe Mugello. That would. Seem Ooh, like Mugello would be cool. I think those are my main two tracks I'd want to ride. Okay. Now, other than. Because as far as like race bikes, it's well, you did ride an S1000, right? But you've Once. <laughs> but most of the 400s. Have you ridden anything else? Uh, actually, a couple of things. So I've been on a 600, I believe. Okay. 660. Okay. Uh, once for a session, then when I was ZX6. Oh, ZX6. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Uh, ZX6. It, it had a six and I was close. <laughs> ZX6, uh, Ninja 250, Ninja 300. Uh, BMW M1000. 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 Okay. Um, as far as the bigger bikes on the mini mini side stuff, basically your Ovalis 160, KO 125, Sierra 50. Other than that, it was nice. that's about it. I really want to ride like a Sierra with 150, but I really want to ride an Ovali like a 190. Mm, I haven't been on the Ovali 190. I've only been on the 160. 60s. Even that, I just they just look like fun to me. They're a lot of fun. I think I I outgrew it by my second year of riding it. <laughs> Uh, on track? Oh, we're, okay. we're, we're getting info on other bikes that she's yes. So a Daytona okay, 955i. Well, we're on track. Yes. Well, where I was getting at is, is there a, like, is there a, a bike that you want to ride next? Like, what was it? Would it be a bike? Like, kind of like the track. Give me a couple bikes that you would, if I said here, you can go ride any bike on track. Give me, 
I know it's so hard to choose. Like, give me a. Oh, I, I would. Give me a couple. I wouldn't even know, honestly. No. No, I mean when I rode the ZX6 and the 1000, that was a lot of fun, especially the 1000. Yeah. But I don't really know much about a lot of other bikes as okay. far as what's the difference, how they sure. handle on track. Uh, I only hear snippets of different bike stuff, mm -hmm. so I wouldn't really know what to go up to next. I, okay. It would really depend on recommendations from other people who've been down that road. Sure. And what they would recommend based on my riding style. Sure. Um, my experience, just sure. stuff like that. Well, and even like even outside like competing, like so you don't have any any bike like you know what I think that'd be like I'd want to try that out like like so for instance like for me, mm. I would love to ride. Uh, one of the that there's like a special edition RSV4 Aprilia that came out, mm -hmm. or I'd actually you know what I'd love to go ride is a Moto2 bike. Would, I think oh, a Moto2 bike would be count, a ton of fun. We can't we can't count that. Well, you know, <laughs> it, it'd be any. I'm saying any bike. Well, I guess. Well, I guess this. Well, MotoGP bike. I want to ride one okay. of those. Okay. <laughs> All right. Get me on one of Fair the enough. Ducatis. Oh, one of the Ducatis. I want to get on one of the Ducatis. I I think it'd be like that M1000. I bet it'd be interesting to see uh see you on one here on the big track. That would be interesting. The bike wouldn't know you're on it. No, and it would be scary coming to a stop. Right, for sure. Or like a V2? Uh, eh, maybe. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know much about what types of bikes. So you're open to anything? I'm really open to anything. I just okay. want to ride, pretty much. Okay. Whatever you give me, I'll hop on it and I'll <laughs> try and go fast the best I can. I like that, open to anything. That's cool. Um. So now remind me, what is the next round for Junior Cup? That would be Brainerd, I believe in oh. a little bit less than two okay. months. Because have any of the tracks that you've, you're going to have next for Junior Cup for the rain rounds, have you ridden any of them before? Uh, rain rounds? What or have you, have you ridden any of the tracks that are left for like Junior Cup rounds? Oh, no, I have not. Okay. Road America is the only one that I've had track okay. time on previously. Okay. Which is like, I feel like it's one of the more unique ones mm -hmm. with all the horsepower. Yes. I hear a lot of interesting things about Brainerd, so I'm excited to create my own opinion. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely an interesting, that is, that is one way to put it for sure. <laughs> See, your reaction alone, I know, I yeah. mean, something. <laughs> yeah, it's an experience for sure. Mm -hmm. But I think you'll like, P Pittsburgh's probably been my favorite track. I've been looking forward to that track since I did the Ovalley Cup, the original one in 2019. Okay. Just seeing the facilities and riding on track it looked like a lot of fun yeah it was for the limited time i had out there i it was it's probably my new favorite track, even compared mm -hmm. to barber and barber. everybody always talks about how awesome barber was mm -hmm. barber was fun i like yeah i was gonna say what did you think of barber uh i couldn't breathe on most of the track just because of the elevation oh mm -hmm. yeah because as you're going you're coming downhill but then suddenly you're going uphill so i had to keep reminding myself to take a deep breath yep after the first practice session my whole lower abdomen it just <laughs> It hurts so bad, I couldn't, because I had, I breathe shallow in general, <laughs> so it doesn't work on that track, so I always had to remind myself to take a deep breath before going into a turn. Like all the jumps, and, or the, the elevation changes? Yep. Okay. But otherwise, that track, it felt really nice, I enjoyed the elevation change. Um, one of the hard braking zones, what is that, turn five, also? Oh, the Charlotte's Web? Yeah, I think it's five. Turn five. Uh, that one's a lot of fun, I really like that, but otherwise, the track felt really nice, surface was really nice. Overall, it's a great track. Yeah, I feel like that'd be a fun track on the 400s, especially the back section with the, like, there's two chicanes, like, the left, mm -hmm. rights. You're pinned through there. Yeah, I would say, <laughs> you're just pinned, flowing yep. through there really fast. Mm -hmm. That looks like fun. Yeah, pit, Pitt's similar. 
because it's got a lot of elevation, but it's, mm -hmm. I think it's more, it's got more of a flow to it. Okay. So I think it's good for like the, the, the 400s. Like I think you'll enjoy it on the 400. Yeah, I think so. So it was a lot of fun. I definitely want to get back there too. Because mm -hmm. yeah, so Brainerd is New Jersey, like New is New Jersey, Jersey one? New Jersey's our last one. Okay. I know they broke the schedule up a little bit, so I couldn't quite remember everything. I've heard a handful of things about New Jersey. I don't know what to think of it. Yeah, I've heard mixed things as well, so that'll be interesting to see see how that is. Mm -hmm. That one, I haven't been to that one, but well, let's see. So we've got qualifying in what? Probably probably in about an hour now. I think so. 3:50. Yeah. Okay. My watch is a little bit off. Let's double check. What time is it? Okay. Yep. So you got about. 40 minutes, so qualifying coming up. Gonna get out in a group. Yes. <laughs> Missed out a little bit this morning. We had a little bit problem with uh, tire stickers, but we got that sorted. Our stickers are on, bikes ready to go. Yep. To yeah. yeah, it's it's interesting and even seeing from like last year, like when I saw the the post of the, the, the setup even of just the paddock, like mm -hmm. the pit area that we've got now looks like it looks awesome. Yes, it's much bigger, it's much a little bit more professional. Yeah, I think it looks good. I think it calls for that when you're doing the full season, not just a quick little drop-in round. Yeah, that's true. Well, cool. Mm -hmm. Well, let's see. That's all I can think of off the top of my head. What other things might there be? We know you know Russian. Yes. Do you know any other languages? I know a little bit of Spanish. I took Spanish too in high school. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my dad says, I'm still not good at it. I still can't order in Spanish at a Mexican restaurant. Um, so it's minimal. All right. I won't count on you for that if I'm ever okay. in a pinch. Mm -hmm. I can sing the song Le Poisson from Disney. <laughs> the French song. Okay. It's got some English in it, but you know what? It's okay. <laughs> well, and I think your dad was telling uh, Natalie, did you graduate early? Yes, I graduated a year and two months. Actually, just before the That's awesome. Road Atlanta race. Two Were you doing it remote? Yes. Well, yes, I did. Um, well, because you obviously weren't going to like yeah. a actual school. Yes. So we did all of our high schooling remote at the beginning because of COVID. But then we realized I'm actually better online. Oh. I just do better without people okay. around me, I guess, even though I like people around me. Uh, but I just do better by myself, teaching myself online. That's good motivation in races. You just want to be away from everyone. You just want to be far ahead. Uh, in practice, by I yourself. generally I kind of like being by myself. Yeah. Just, I don't know why. Just doing your thing. If someone's or a smaller group, just people kind of around. But otherwise, yeah. I kind of like just. You don't want to be in like a huge group. Yeah, I don't. It's just too much because then I re I focus on what they're doing and I'm like, oh, okay, we're oh. pushing. We sure. put down good laps, but then in my head, I don't remember how did we get those laps. All I know is I was behind them, and I got. You're just good focused laps. on everything around you instead yes. of you. That makes sense. So you'd rather just be way out front, winning, beating yeah, everybody, you know, like I'd, by I'd yourself. Be winning the race by like three five seconds. You know? <laughs> I, I don't need all that hustle and bustle near me. <laughs> I think most racers would agree with you on yes. that. A good battle's fun though. I had a nice battle at Atlanta and Barber. That was a lot of fun. Okay. I would say, yeah, if you were going to win a race, would you, so would you rather just, like, get that pole position, get out to the front and lead, and not, you know, just kind of check out, like, how, like, Jorge Lorenzo style, or would you rather, like, work your way up, like, have to battle your way up oh, through and win? I want to win? be an epic battle. Yeah? I want to taste that victory. Mm, I like that. <laughs> it always, it's always more satisfying, right? It is. 
Because when you kind of get ahead, it's kind of you're just maintaining, you're cruising, kind of looking around. You're just you're there. Yeah. But when you're ra when you're racing, you're in the moment. You're yep. right there with everybody else. You're all trying to strategize against each other. And when you come out on top, it tastes the sweetest. <laughs> I like that with the hand gesture, the <laughs> sweetest. I like that. Well, you know, I think that's true because mm -hmm. it's you feel like you worked for it more. Yeah. And I think both things are hard in their own way. Like, I think it's hard to just, like, go, like, almost on autopilot and just maintain. Yeah. It's just... Or strategize on how to like win. It's like qualifying again yeah. in the race. It's, yeah. I mean, it's okay. You just can't pull in. Yeah. So it's kind of just maintain. You can speed up. You can slow down based on what's going on around you. Yeah, so I, actually, I'm, I'm curious your thoughts on that. Because I've never done a qualifying, really. So do you... Like, how do you go into it in a mindset? Are you just, like, <laughs> almost like you're trying to, like... Like you're in a race and you'd imagine like some people are chasing you and you're just trying to ride really fast or do you just mm -hmm. not really think about it and you're just trying to ride as hard as you can? I don't really think about other people as though I'm in another situation. Mm -hmm. The way I think of it is, well, I broke here last time. Let's break later than that. I got on the gas here before. Let's do it earlier than that. And just going over what my last lap was because I have a lap timer that gives me a predictive lap time. Okay. Yep. So I can clearly see, oh, I lost two tenths there. I know I can make it back up in this turn or at least double that. So let's do it. So it's just kind of using my lap timer and predictive timing and going out on track and just kind of bettering myself based on what I just did and what I did do previously on the other lap. Okay. Um, otherwise, I, I also I don't like it when people chase me. I feel so stressed. <laughs> I like I like chasing other people. Okay. Except at the finish line. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Don't. Yeah, because I've I've wondered like uh, how that would like what kind of mindset you get into mm -hmm. for qualifying. Because how you get in that mode like all right, you're not in a race, but you need to kind of treat it like a race because you need mm -hmm. to go and put those fast laps down. Yeah. So that's interesting. It's just kind of you're racing your lap timer. Okay. You get angry at your lap timer. You're like, well, why didn't that just? You're like, yeah, I felt like I went quicker there. Why yeah. didn't it say that? Yeah. Yeah. So you're like, okay, fine, lap timer, take this. Okay. Okay. I like that. But then it always it always helps to kind of have someone there who you can see who's either eking away or they're kind of coming towards you. Okay. Uh, just it helps if okay. there's you have someone there as a reference, I guess. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't sense. like when people are right there with me, but if I have a reference of like a few, of me, like a couple seconds ahead of either you, either ahead of me or behind me, and I go through a turn, and it's one of those turns where I can kind of glance back, mm -hmm. see where they're at, and gauge. Well, are they gaining on me? Am I, am I getting ahead? Okay. Do you did you look back when you're out at like when you're like in a race? Do you look back? No, often I don't look or? back during a race. Okay. I don't. I'm I don't either. I'm scared I, to look back. Me too. Because I, I have people that I race with, uh, they'll look back and I'm like right on them and they'll just slowly look back and then just yep. right back into a tug. I'm like, I'm not doing that. Yep. I can hear them behind me. I can see their wheel next to me. I don't need to look back. Right. I know they're right there. Yep. Yeah, I've never, I've never looked back during a race. I race, just... I don't. Practice, I generally don't. Yeah. Uh, qualifying almost i need to start if i want to try and like fight get with someone yeah okay that uh, makes sense during a track day or anything i never almost never mm -hmm. uh, just generally speaking i don't really look back very often i just okay. always just i think that's I, good if i can hear them if i see them out of my peripheral i just keep going okay i just assume they're right on me yeah when i think it's a personal preference thing but yeah i'm, I'm in the same boat i never want to look back mm -hmm. that's what I either have someone telling me my gaps, or like I just assume someone's there because you can hear them. Yeah, you, that, you can just kind of know. Just right, you just kind of know. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's more fun to assume, also. It's yeah. also fun when you end up racing your shadow and you think it's someone else. Yeah. I've, I've, I've I have seen done someone that. Come out yeah. Like, oh my gosh, just someone. Oh, 
Yep. Where'd they go? Yeah. You realize it's it's you. Yeah, it's just it's just me, and I'm like someone's trying to pass me on the outside. Gotta get on the gas harder. Yep. And you keep going. You're racing so hard, and then at the end of the race, you go look back to congratulate the other rider, and you're like, and oh. it's you, and it's no one. <laughs> it's you look down at your shot, and you're like, oh, good job, I guess. <laughs> I had that happen once when like my earplug came out a little bit, mm -hmm. so I thought I heard another bike. Yes, I've had that too. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Mm -hmm. Well, cool. Well, I think that's all we've got for right now. So. We appreciate Jasmine and company sitting down with Ryan and uh, talking through the season a little bit more. We appreciate both of them um, contributing to uh, Road Dirt, to the podcast here. And if you want to continue to uh, follow us, subscribe, and uh, we'll, you'll get notifications about uh, upcoming podcasts that we produce. Also, look us up on our main site, our main motorcycle stories and media site, RoadDirt.com. TV. There's a link in the description as well. Uh, for all the latest and greatest from Road Dirt, from our, all of our different riders across the United States, the stories that they cover, the bikes that they ride, places they go, and uh, you can follow us there as well. We also have a YouTube channel, Road Dirt TV, with all the latest and greatest in motorcycle evaluations, race coverage, rides, rallies, roads, you name it, it's all out there on Road Dirt TV as well. And if you're on social media, and who isn't nowadays, we have three social media channels, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all of them Road Dirt TV as well. And while you're out and about riding or wh whatever you're doing, uh, washing the bike, riding it, you can listen to us on Spotify. We have a Spotify music playlist called Road Dirt Classics. A lot of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, even some modern stuff. If it sounds good while you're out throttling around, we've included it. It's about 25 hours worth of music on Road Dirt Classics. Check us out there. Well, until next time, this is Rob with Road Dirt. Ride life.